Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. It's so great to have you here with us on this Thursday, October 20th. 2022. We're getting so much closer to the start of the Duke men's basketball season. The Duke NBA season is off and running. A couple of games on Tuesday night. Man, we had so many games last night across the association, and we've got several Duke men's basketball players. The brotherhood in the NBA, we're going to talk about that and more on today's episode of the podcast. If you haven't done so already, subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcast. Watch the show daily on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Your support means the absolute world. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. As we get going here on today's episode of the program, very happy to bring on my good buddy Josh Cox from Duke Football Talks Section 17 podcast. And Josh, as we get started here today on the program, it's just really exciting to have another NBA season here off and running. Yeah, and starting up a little bit earlier than what a typical NBA season would start. They're doing that uh, to try to have fewer back-to-back games and trying to help the, the workload overall, you know, these players. And so, hey, listen, I'm cool with it. I, I'm cool with with the what, – what is it? I think it started on the 18th or 19th of October as opposed to basically November 1st or 2nd as what it typically would be. Uh, but, yeah, NBA basketball is back, and, man, there are uh, a good number of uh, former Duke basketball players, obviously, uh, not only in the league, uh, but just high-production guys in the league. Yeah, no, we got to the point last week where we had 29 former Duke men's basketball players on NBA contracts. That number did dial back a little bit as the regular season is here. Training camp rosters had to be cut down. Unfortunately for a couple of Duke guys, they're going to have to go to the G League, play overseas a little bit, or just wait for that next phone call. But 25-plus guys still in the league from Duke University playing at the next level, Josh. And it's crazy to think about kind of where we're at. You go back even 10, 15 years ago, there wasn't this just sheer volume of Duke players in the NBA. What do you think that says about the job that uh, Coach K and this program have done getting guys to the next level? Yeah, I mean, it just it, it's it, it plays to the recruiting philosophy that K, um, you know, had kind of taken on over the last ten Amen. to fifteen years, um, and obviously with with uh, recruiters like Chris Collins, Jeff Capel, and then obviously the new head coach John Shire, uh, you have those guys that were leading a lot of these uh, recruiting battles. And, uh, and and recruiting the guys like the Jason Tatum's, you know, this, uh, of the world and the Zion Williamson's and the R.J. Barrett's. And so when you're recruiting those high-level guys, yeah, you know what you're getting. You're getting them for one year. Uh, you're you're hoping to ride that talent train as, lo- as far as it will take you. Um, and then you get the excitement of watching these guys be successful in, in literally fulfilling their dream. Uh, for many of them, it's it's been something they've worked for. For a guy like Jason Tatum, I mean, that was something he started working on when he was a kid. I mean, he, yeah. with his relationship with Bradley Beal and had a guy a little bit ahead of him kind of showing him the way. And uh, and then you have other guys that are, that are like woke up today going, holy crap, I'm, in, I'm on an NBA roster like Jack White. 
Uh, so there's a whole gamut of it, uh, different stories, and everybody's got their own uh, unique path that's taken them to where they're at. And it's really cool as Duke fans to be able to follow these guys after they leave Durham. Yeah, the brotherhood is just outstanding, getting these guys all across the league. And uh, knowing that Duke has infiltrated so many NBA locker rooms over the years has been a whole lot of fun. Uh, I'd love to hear from Duke fans in the comments what you think the biggest reason is, the biggest shift. I know a lot of people want to talk about the transition into the one-and-done era, and that really does have a lot to do with it, I would imagine, when you're recruiting the top-tier level talent. That's certainly going to pay off in the long haul. For the longest time, the narrative on the outside looking in was Duke's got all these amazing college players, but what in the world do they amount to in the NBA, right? If you're going strictly NBA careers – Traditionally, I think Grant Hill would probably be the name that people would want to offer you as the best Duke guy. And then in 2011, the number one player in the country and Kyrie Irving decided to play basketball at Duke University. And while he only had 11 games in the uniform, he's the number one overall pick. He's won an NBA championship, a multi-time All-Star, proudly repping Duke. And ever since then, more players have come to play for Duke. While it's only been for one season, then they're able to use that as a vehicle to get to the league and the association, and thus we're having better NBA careers. Is all that fair to kind of sum up and assess, you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you mentioned Grant Hill. Uh, I mean, let's just take it a little bit deeper. From 1992, 1991, when Grant Hill showed up at Duke until J.J. Redick left Duke, uh, I kind of see that as the pre-one-and-done, right? Uh, right? So you have J.J. Redick that had a solid NBA career. You had Carlos Boozer. Right. Shane Battier, Elton Brand, and then you have Christian Leitner and Grant Hill. At the end right. of the day, think about it. And that's that's like how many years is that? 15 years? Yeah. Almost. Like it's crazy and wild to think that that's – and now it's like every single season there's one or more guys that are not just making rosters but that are making an impact on rosters. And, you know, listen, Duke fans – can debate back and forth of like, you know, have we traded away maybe some three and four year talent that maybe could have won us some more national championships in order to bring in these guys. And Hey, listen, I'll have that conversation with anybody. I think it's a worthy conversation to have, but at the end of the day, it, it still is cool when one of your guys is the number one overall pick or number or one yeah. of your guys is rookie of the year, or one of your guys signs a max extension. Like that's, that's a really cool thing. And Duke fans, it, it has caused me to like dive into the NBA. I've always been an NBA fan, but like these last few years have caused me to just become like obsessed with it. Which is a great thing. I mean, I think that's yeah. a great problem for us to have. You mentioned kind of the names that we had from uh, early 90s till the, the end of J.J. Reddick's career. You know, and you mentioned sort of the big names out there. We want to give all the love and respect to uh, the Dante Jones, the Corey yes. McGettys, the Mike Dunleavy's of the world, Sheldon the Chris Williams. Lawrence, Sheldon Williams, all yeah. the like, we know the names, Duke fans. Don't come at us. We know the names that have been out there. <laughs> but, okay, now we can talk about names like Kyrie Irving, like Jason Tatum, like Zion Williamson, like Paulo Bancaro. You mentioned number one overall picks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Duke just did that as yeah. we get started for a new season of uh, the NBA. So uh, it's awesome to see what's happening. Let's talk a little bit more about those big names and star power, and we'll do that after our first time out here today. Lockdown Blue Devils here today. J.J. Jackson with you, and our proud presenting sponsor is Bet Bet Online is your number one source for football betting information this season. 
You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game. This Saturday, Duke football takes on Miami. Our friends over at Bet Online have the Hurricanes favored as a nine-point favorite. I'm hoping Duke can pull off the upset in that one. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Moving forward here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils, J.J. Jackson here with my buddy Josh Cox from Duke Football Talks Section 17 podcast. And Josh, talking about the big names, the stars of the NBA that also went and played at Duke University. Kyrie Irving was someone that we discussed earlier. Jason Tatum coming off a first-team All-NBA season. Only five players get that distinction in the NBA. And Jason Tatum was a first-team All-NBA player a year ago. He gets set for another season in Boston. Yeah, and then coming off the finals, right? Coming off the NBA finals, uh, winning the Eastern Conference, uh, and then really putting up a good fight there. I feel like they kind of ran out of gas a little bit against Golden State. But, um, I mean, they are a talented bunch. And and so, I mean, I think you have to start with Jason Tatum. I mean, Jason Tatum is is the top-tier talent, uh, proven talent. I say that because I'm about to mention another name who could be there in two weeks, and that's yeah. Zion Williamson. Uh, Zion is uh, in shape. And he is ready to go. And so it's going to be very interesting and fun to see just how good he is. And so before we logged on and started, JJ, we mentioned those three guys are kind of like the obvious three. Kyrie with the shoe deal. And, you know, you can say whatever you want to about Kyrie's personal life, and I get it. I get all the criticism. But he is prominent. He's a predominant figure in the NBA. So and he's just Kyrie. been doing it the longest. I mean, yeah. yeah. it's over a decade now that he's been at the league and at the next level. Absolutely. And the dude's got handles that only Steph Curry only Steph Curry can touch at this point. So, you know, so you've got Kyrie, you've got Jason Tatum, who who is just incredible. And then you've got Zion, whose potential is is legitimately through the roof. But then I believe if we're gonna go tiers, I think also rounding out tier one, I think you've got to add two players in, and that's RJ Barrett, who is has a different game. RJ has that kind of that cold, like, I'm going to do the dirty work. Like, to me, Tom Thibodeau and R.J. Barrett is like a marriage made in heaven. Like, those guys were made for each other because Tibbs is hard on his guys, and I feel like Barrett thrives on someone being hard on them. So, Barrett, and then I, I believe you got to say Brandon Ingram, the pride of kids in North Carolina. Uh, my man rocking the, like, straight-up 1973 fro – I mean, he's ready to roll. Uh, it is going to be very interesting to see uh, if if Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson both stay healthy this year, how they're able to coexist on the on the floor uh, together, or if it has to be something where they kind of stagger those guys because uh, there's only, there's not so much room on that court, and both of those guys take up a lot of room. Ingram because of his length, and Zion because of his strength. Wow, that, that rhymed. So look at that, yeah, and and only one basketball to share as well. Yeah. CJ McCollum, CJ yeah. McCollum to factor in. I mean, that, that's a, a young team that uh, is going to be fun to watch for sure. I can't wait for for just another season of hopefully full continued health 
for Zion. The recovery has been unbelievable. The shape that he's been the entire preseason has been noticeable. And there's just, when you watch, he's a true performer. You know, we hear our guy J.J. Reddick talk about uh, the performers out there on the basketball floor. Nobody's doing what Zion's doing night in and night out to be that big and to have the athleticism, jumping ability, touch around the rim and everything like that. Nobody's doing it like Zion is. And so as basketball fans take the Duke things out of it, everyone benefits from getting to watch him play. Yeah, and I think one thing we're seeing in the preseason, his interaction with the media, uh, what they're catching on the bench and at practice, you know what you're seeing with Zion? You're seeing that smile. You're seeing that like that kid that was yeah. at Duke for a year. I mean, when Zion Williamson was at Duke with RJ and Cam and Trey and those guys, I mean, it was like he was at summer camp. He was giddy you know, the whole time. I, he <laughs> loved it. And I feel like we're getting a little bit of that guy, that lovable. Like he was, he was like the most likable one and done, I believe Duke has ever had. And so I think the NBA, um, the haters of Zion, you know, the ones who always talked about his weight or that always were the naysayers, he will win them over by staying in shape, keeping his smile, and then, you know, obviously staying injury free. And then I think you're going to start hearing things like, man, MVP in a couple of years, like the Pelicans deep playoff run, like, you know, anyway, I think he's got so much potential, and I just can't – I'm enjoying watching him have fun again. Yeah, you know, we put five out there on, on the tops of this Duke team. I said we got 20-plus to got to <laughs> go through, and, and we certainly don't have the time on, on today's podcast. We'll give you updates throughout the entire season here on Locked On Blue Devils. Please make sure you're subscribed uh, to our YouTube channel. But Kyrie getting the love that he deserves, uh, playing in Brooklyn. There aren't the, the vaccine mandates and everything off the court like you were talking about that was – a bit of a distraction from his playing ability the past season. He's back. Tatum's doing his thing. Brandon Ingram, you mentioned it. If you haven't seen it yet, he's rocking an afro. Don't let that throw you off. He's still out there getting buckets. Zion, and then Zion's teammate, his running mate at Duke, R.J. Barrett, another season with the New York Knicks, just got a big payday. What do you think about R.J. as he gets set for a new season? Well, I mean, he's got a he's he's got a uh, a lot of pressure on him now. I mean, New York yeah. New York fans, right? You pay a you pay a guy, and they want to see you, uh, you know, put it out there on the court. And so, um, I think it was interesting. I think a lot of people thought that Donovan Mitchell uh, was gonna was gonna wind up being a Nick, um, you know, this offseason, yeah. and he wound up going to Cleveland. And so, I think that that would have been an interesting, you know, duo there. Uh, but I think RJ. I think at the end of the day, and this is not taking anything away from RJ. I think if the Knicks want to be legitimate players in the East, they're going to have to go out there. They're going to have to land somebody. They're going to land somebody in a trade or somebody in free agency. Uh, because RJ, I think I think it's fair to say that RJ probably is not your one on a on a deep playoff team. He's probably your two on a deep playoff team. You need a guy. You need a dominant, legit superstar, yeah. especially in the East. I mean, you look at the East, man. Like <laughs> Brooklyn. Uh, um, Philly, Milwaukee, Boston, like Boston, like I mean, all of those. Miami, man, yeah, they're, just, they're <laughs> superstars on those teams, right? So, like, I, and, and we'll see, I'm not taking anything away from RJ. I'm saying that he's gonna have to have some help if if New York is gonna get to where they want to go. Yeah, for so many of these Duke guys as well, it's we see them for one season, right? And and it's their freshman year. They're 18 and 19 years old, Josh. And then just you get to the next level, 
you work on your body. These guys look physically different than what they did, as they should, right? They're growing up. They're put, spending a lot of time in the weight room and that sort of thing. RJ is a grown man out there now at this point as he gets set for another season in the league. Uh, efficiency has always been the biggest thing, I think, with him, making sure you can be an efficient playmaker, shooter, scorer at the next level, and that's going to dictate uh, the success he has. Uh, all-star teams could potentially be in his future. I think if he could just be a little bit more efficient, and we'll yeah. see if he's able to do that this season. That was a story at Duke, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a story at Duke. It was the <laughs> no same kidding. thing. He was a volume shooter. He's not. He doesn't have to be quite the volume shooter in the NBA that he that he had to be at Duke. Um, but yeah, you're right. If he can just sure that up a little bit, and and luckily uh, the NBA is starting even more so, I believe, to value things other than just your points per game. They're starting to understand the value of a, a strong perimeter defender, which RJ is. You know, they're starting to the value of being able to draw fouls, which RJ is is one of the best in the league at doing. You know what I mean? There's little things like that that RJ is like elite at, in my opinion. And so I, he's obviously carved himself a spot in the league, but you're right. If he could become a little bit more of an efficient scorer, then my guy's an all-star. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, to see what this upcoming season looks like for RJ and so many other former Duke Blue Devils. The Brotherhood taking over the association. We'd love to see it. We'll wrap up today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils here in just a moment. Locked On Blue Devils proudly brought to you by Sweatblock. Sweatblock has cre- was created by a doctor to help with his own excessive sweating. It is doctor-created and doctor-recommended. A customer review submitted by Chris, who suffered from excessive underarm sweat for 10 years. He was so worried about sweating through his dress shirts that he started tucking maxi pads in his shirt to soak up the sweat until he found Sweat Block. Sweat Block changed the game for him, and it can change the game for you as well. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweat Block. Save 20% with promo code Locked On at sweatblock.com. It's also available on Amazon. All right, as we wind down today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils, I'm JJ Jackson alongside my buddy Josh Cox from Duke Football Talks Section 17 podcast. 20-plus guys in the league. We kind of talked about the big names out there. What else do Duke fans need to know about the upcoming season in the NBA, Josh? Yeah, it, it seems that only one of our guys uh, has switched teams in the offseason. Austin Rivers, who is no stranger to moving around the league, yeah, true. Uh, is in a really, really solid spot, man. He's with those Minnesota Timberwolves who, uh, man, Anthony Edwards, now Rudy Gobert uh, with Cat. Like, that's an interesting group up there. And, uh, and so Austin Rivers has been – Look, I mean, I know that for, for me and some other Duke fans, he's not our favorite, you know, Duke player other than the shot, right? The shot has endeared him to everyone. But uh, but he had kind of a tumultuous time at Duke. But, man, if my guy has not gone, gone in the league and made himself a valuable part of any team that he has been on. And so, like, shout out to Austin Rivers. I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do this year. I'm looking forward to seeing um, what happens with the Clippers. And that, yeah. that obviously impacts Luke Kennard. Uh, Luke got paid a year ago. Um, this team has added John Wall. This team has added, I think, Norman Powell. Uh, I think he was added last year, but he's on that team. Obviously, you got the big two, uh, you know, there with with PG and 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 Kawhi. If they can stay healthy, uh, that could be an interesting team, man. They could make some serious noise. And 
And Kennard's just the kind of guy, you know, to come off the bench and hit six or seven threes just, you know, just out of nowhere. No um, doubt about that. He's the one – those two guys initially – I, I mean, how can we talk about this and not be like Jack White, man? Like, yeah. how awesome. Like, so – and I, I don't know that this is the case, but he played for the Australian national team. Right. And he played really well. Played really well. And it was as soon as that was over that he got the invite – uh, for for summer league, and people say summer league doesn't matter. Jack White Clearly would tell you does. that it matters yeah. because he played his heart out, and he earned that spot. And uh, man, how cool is it? I mean, I think it's great for him to. He's shooting the ball at exceptionally well. I think they did, they had a shooting competition in practice. I saw on Twitter, and he won uh, for the whole for the whole team. Um, and I mean, that's a team. I'm assuming Jamal Murray was out there shooting with him. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I'm super pumped for for Jack, but and there are plenty of others, man. Whoever you want to talk about, I'm good to talk about them. But those guys just kind of set out in my mind just for the uniqueness yeah. of the situations. Uh, three point shooting is my absolute favorite thing in the whole wide world. So do want to give some three point love to Duke guys at the next level, whether it's Grayson Allen with the Milwaukee Bucks, what Gary Trent Jr. does for the Toronto yeah. Raptors. You mentioned Luke Kennard with the Clippers, Seth Curry with the mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I think A.J. Griffin is going to be one of those guys with the Atlanta Hawks this season. You've got the entire uh, rookie class. Five Duke players are now going to be rookies in the league. And, again, we'll have plenty of time throughout the season to talk about how their seasons are going uh, so far and that sort of thing. But those are the guys to be on the lookout for. Three-point shooting and the rookie class. Is there anything you wanted to add there? Um, Not about that specifically. I've got one more thing I want to talk about before we go. But, yeah, I think A.J. Griffin is going to be an interesting one. Uh, because we saw AJ Griffin like 75, 80% AJ yeah. Griffin. And it's going to be really, really cool if AJ Griffin is like at 100%. I can't wait to watch him be able to play without thinking. And, and I think he, he, he had to, he had to think. He was constantly thinking last year. And so I'm looking forward to seeing him, uh, if he gets 100%, to be able to see what we, what we kind of what we missed. Yeah. Know, uh, for My- a season in Durham. My uh, my last thing, and and then we'll get to what you've got yeah. for us. And maybe this is maybe this is the same thing. But same I do want I do want to give some love to the most underappreciated uh, Duke players at the next level. Uh, they don't give you the most crazy highlights, but they take care of the basketball, and that's the name of the game. Uh, tell folks what the Jones brothers have coming up this season, Josh. Yeah, they play each other uh, this season. Uh, <laughs> I think four times. Um, and you know, you have, you have Trey and Tyus who, I mean, are the assist to turnover ratio Kings, right? <laughs> of the uh, entire what, NBA. Of the NBA period. I am waiting for one of those. And I know that Tyus just, just signed a deal with Memphis. Obviously Jaws not going anywhere. Jaws a superstar, but I just want to see those guys get handed the keys to a team. I would love to see them. Yeah, you know, just get the trust of an organization and say, "Listen, we don't need twenty-five points a game from our from our point guard. Like, we need you to be a, just a, a traditional good point guard." And uh, man, there's there's not two uh, two more capable guys to take care of the basketball and distribute and get your team involved than Trey and Tyus. That's for sure. That wasn't where I, I was going. Tyus Jones with the Memphis Grizzlies, Trey Jones with the San Antonio Spurs. So, where are you going to wrap us up today? All right, I'm wrapping up with what I think is going to be a sneaky league pass team. Okay. You know what a league pass team is, right? It's a team that Absolutely. You, that, that would that would tempt you if you have not already 
it would tempt you to get League Pass just to watch their games. Okay, now obviously the New Orleans Pelicans are on there. Okay, so that's not who I'm talking about because right. they've got two Blue Devils, um, and and they've got CJ McCollum and they've got uh, Herb Jones. And I mean, let's I I, I should have even started. Uh, they have a lot of guys I enjoy watching play play basketball, but I've got a sneaky pick, and that is the Orlando Magic. All right, that's a yes. sneaky. A sneaky league pass team. We have two of our guys down there, and number one overall pick, Paulo Bancaro, and rejuvenated Wendell Carter Jr., Horace Grant, as he's right. looking sporting like goggles, yeah, sporting the white goggles, looking like Ho Grant. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but I like their team. I think Markel Fultz has a lot to still prove. I mean, that that was a former number one overall pick, part of the yep. the the process in Philly that never panned out. Got his second chance down in Orlando. You got uh, uh, Trey Jones's son, Cole Anthony, um, <laughs> down there who's carved him out himself uh, a good career so far. You got a guy like Jonathan Isaac that kind of stretch big, could do everything uh, kind of a guy. And then you've got some vets. A couple the of Wagner vets brothers who are the playing Wagners, well. Oh, bro. <laughs> the Wagners are, are, are incredible. Isn't it t- – who, who else is on that team? There's a vet. Like a defender, like Tony Allen type guy. Uh, I forget who it is, but he, but uh, he's down there. Mo Bamba, who's like you're just waiting. Like the guy is built for the NBA. Like when is it going to click? If and then you got Paulo, and what this team had been missing is that dog. That's like there's seven seconds left on the shot clock. We are not gotten into our set. We need somebody to to hit a shot. And man, they drafted him number one overall. And I think they're looking at that uh, thankful that they drafted him uh, instead of the other options that they had. But I think that Orlando Magic sneaky. I'm not saying they're going to contend in the East. I do think they could be a playoff team. Um, and I think they're going to be fun to watch, barring injury. So that's my that's my sneaky Duke league pass team. At this point, I'm just going to give people the entire roster because we almost had it already. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, the the notable names, of course, Bol Bol uh, has made an appearance in Orlando. which Oh, that's right. He's just an anomaly yep. physically to watch someone that large to to shoot the way he does uh, and that sort of thing. Jalen Suggs was yeah. a top pick that they had, right. Two um, years ago. and then uh, then Terrence Ross is kind of the old That's wise it, yeah. pro. Terrence with Ross, Gary That's Harris as well. Gary Harris yep. is another um, big guard for them over the years. So yeah, check out check out Magic Basketball um, and also Locked On Fans. We've got the Locked On Magic podcast. There uh, you go. Make sure you check out as well. So cross promotion. Um, that's exactly. Fast. That's what we love. That's what we absolutely love. Josh, thank you so much for the time uh, spending it with me here today. Uh, let people know about the Section Seventeen podcast or where they can find it. Yeah, I mean, uh, Section Seventeen podcast. We talk football. So if you're a football fan, uh, especially a Duke football fan, check it out. DukeFootballTalk.com, Section Seventeen podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, go right now and give a five star rating and review for Locked On Blue Devils and what JJ does here. And then if you'd be so kind uh, to give us five-star rating and review, uh, we would appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Thanks, JJ. Have a great week, man. Go Duke. All right. That's my buddy Josh Cox joining us from Duke Football Talks Section 17 podcast. Basketball season is here. They're playing basketball, and there's a lot of Duke guys in the NBA doing it for this upcoming season. I'm going to go watch a bunch of highlights now to get me fired up for more of the season uh, ahead here in the association. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.